So how long could you not stop crying about this film for? I cried, I think, a little bit at the beginning, a little bit in the middle, and a lot mm-hmm. at the end. <laughs> so I think I cried the entire film. <laughs> I felt so bad for Grandma the whole time, didn't you? I know. She was fantastic, but yes, I did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think more people should see this film. I mean, it's getting out, it's getting out there. I, you yeah. know, because the the woman who played the grandmother keeps winning all these awards and very well deserved. She's probably going to win the Oscar. Not that I really care about award shows that much, but yeah. <laughs> and Steven Yun is, uh, I think he's the first Asian actor to be nominated for best he, actor. He might be. Yeah, he yeah. might be. Okay, that's our intro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Josh and Cassie Yell About Movies. Mm-hmm. I'm Josh, uh, your resident uh, um, guy who occasionally <laughs> talks about movies online and does it all the time on a podcast. Mm-hmm. We've had a long week, guys. We're tired. <laughs> I'm Cassie. I'm Cassie. Josh's co-host. I am a yoga teacher. <laughs> I make news promos. I do it all, man. That's what I like to hear. We're a <laughs> weekly movie review podcast that talks about current films to be part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And we believe that we are the only male-female co-hosted movie review podcast as far as we know we've looked it up i asked around on twitter and stuff and i think we're it's it's just us if anyone knows of any other ones and wants to educate us it's differently we're happy to yeah yeah but we'll have them on we'll do a dueling uh a dueling right. gift <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll be fun right. yeah so we're talking about a movie this week cassie we are not unlike every other week. Not <laughs> we like un- not like movie. every other week, but this is our first week back together in several weeks. We had like four hosts, four guests uh, in right. a row. Yeah, it's just we'll- us back to basics. That's right. mm-hmm. it, the original and the best. The OG. No more of that new Coke stuff. <laughs> Wait, Did you new, ever try new Coke? New what? New Coke? New Coke? Yeah, no, no. Never mind. That's, from, that's from the eighties. Okay, anyway. no. Before my time. Uh, How about Crystal Pepsi? Do you know that one? All right, forget it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Anyway, yes, guys, we're talking about Minari this week. It's Mm. been nominated for a million awards. Stephen Young, we think, is the first Asian American film actor to be nominated for an acting nomination. And the grandmother in the film, Cassie, says nominated for other stuff. Cassie? She is nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Oh, Okay, the there you go. Yeah, and she just won the the BAFTA a night wow. or two ago. She also won the SAG Award. So mm-hmm. I think she, yep. her, her odds are very good and, and very well deserved as well. Yeah. She was, she was amazing. I just looked her up on IMDb a minute ago, and she cleans up nicely, doesn't appear to be mm-hmm. on the edge of death like she does. In <laughs> well, makeup does wonders, Josh. As a woman, I can tell you that. You we can uh, easily appear to be on the edge of death. We don't have to be old. <laughs> no, I've, I've been on the edge of death my whole life. It feels like. Yeah, that's right. Um, anyway, uh, guys, this is a great movie. You should all run out and pay $20 to see it if you can afford it. Um, so good. So, so good. good. So it starts off, it's a, it's a family moving to rural Arkansas. It's based on, or not based on, it's similar to, to the director Lee Isaac Chung's story of coming up in America 
as a young family moving to Arkansas in that sense. So it's sort of a retelling of an, an old tale about an immigrant family coming to America and finding their way and, and learning how to grow and flourish and through troubles and toils. What did you think at the beginning? One of the things I was first trying to figure out was when when is this supposed to take place? Like before they mentioned they mentioned Reagan, I think at one point, and I was trying to tell just based on what they were wearing and like their car. I was like, is this like late seventies, early eighties? I feel like it was supposed to be like eighty ish, right? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, that's true. But in Middle America, like they age, uh, they get technology later than we do, so it could have been. <laughs> You know, five years later. Well, Arkansas isn't Middle America. I I know, but I mean, there's some places that still don't have internet, Cassie. I mean, You're making this up. The moon no, has internet. Come on. <laughs> no, the only place that doesn't have internet is my parents' house in Nina, Wisconsin, apparently. Great. Well, we're not recording there anytime soon. No. Um, yeah, it was it was set in the 80s, we believe. Mm-hmm. And how did that change the, 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 the tone of the film from a film set in the 80s to how it would set... Be, be set if it was yeah no i know what you're saying i mean if it were today these kids would be you know staring at ipads all day you know what i remember I, I remember thinking like oh my gosh there's so many people in this tiny little like trailer it, it, yeah just, ooh, yeah that was i don't know kind of humbling i guess to know how many people lived slash do live that way now yeah and and my dad's a contractor so like i i could sort of identify with that feel of like you know, being a kid or, you know, or wondering what my dad felt like just moving into a house, just doing the best he can. Like he, he moved, he moved us into an empty house in Christmas, 1985, because it was the first house on the block and he had to sell it just to impress people. So they move into the rest of the neighborhood. So I, Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Empty house. It was weird. We slept on the floor for Christmas that year. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, waiting. I'm waiting for your autobiography, Josh. I would read it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I would. I would pay money. <laughs> well, well, thanks, Kathy. I have a yeah. few stories. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's a it's a, it's an empty trailer. The wife, I think, she says this isn't what I I came for. I signed up for. She doesn't quite believe in him, and that's well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of humbling for. Her, I guess. I guess they moved from Korea, right? No, because they mentioned the little boy had never been to Korea. Oh, so that's right. But they his, had been in in America for right, a while. Right, but his the, the the older daughter was born in Korea. Yes. Okay. So the parents moved from Korea. Yes. Yeah. So they yeah, came from exactly. somewhere else, and we don't really know where. Yeah, I don't think they ever mentioned. I think they were just tr- moving around, trying to make anything work, trying to see like like what stuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess the 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 prequel was them living in a cardboard box. I guess. Yeah. Know, it, America year. So, and then later there's like a hurricane. And it just like tells you how fragile their surroundings are. They're in the middle of nowhere. Was it a hurricane? Th- it was a tornado. Or, or, sorry, tornado. Yeah. It was a wind event, you guys. It was a wind event. <laughs> was, and was, he was watching on TV and the TV kept going out and everybody was terrified. And he was, you know, being like the, the strong man, you know, typically thought of as a white man. But in this case, an Asian man doing the same thing as a white man would just like trying to calm his family down. Well, yeah, just, like, filling that male fatherly yeah. role. But really, yeah. he didn't fight back fear. He made them unnecessarily scared because it was only a tornado watch and not a warning. Well, but he, he didn't know the difference, I guess. Uh, well, just doing what a dad can do, you know. I don't know. It's tough being a dad. So scaring um, the hell out of his children. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> isn't that isn't that part of the whole experience? I guess so. And then he wants to start a farm. 
Oh, well, let's let's go let's go back to their jobs that they get when they first move there. That's that was it. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, what, okay, what so him and his I didn't wife. Know that was a job. Se- what? Sexing chicks oh, is that? Yeah, thing? So, I, well, yes, it must it, be a thing. <laughs> it it is a thing. I see. You have uh, never owned chickens before. No. Yeah, so there's a. Oh yeah, you would know chicken master over I, here. I wouldn't know. I've got Educate chickens, me. You guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, uh, well, well. It's a process called sexting and it occurs for uh, also ducks and, and other fowl like geese mm-hmm. uh, where you identify the males from the females because uh, the, the females are more prized over the males because often in chickens and ducks and geese and like fowl there's like a at least a 10 even a 15 to 20 to 1 ratio of females to males in uh, in your flock because you only need oh. like you know one male to sort of keep all those females in line and and keep the egg production going and babies and all that. And and if you have too many males, they'll just fight and kill each other. That's that's what men do, right? <laughs> not on, yeah, not unlike humans. Exactly. Uh, okay. So so Stephen Young and his wife, a uh, lovely woman, played by mm-hmm. a lady named Yuri Han. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I'm pronouncing that correctly. They get a job sexting baby chicks and dividing them into into two boxes. And we get the sense that like maybe he had some kind of a better job in Korea and like he was really humbling himself to take this pathetic job that was beneath him. Um, and he's just like, I don't know. I feel like they, I right? got the feeling they had always been struggling. If he had a better job in Korea, why would they leave? I don't I, know. You know what I, I mean? I don't know. A lot of, a lot of we unexplained. Don't we don't know. Yeah. We don't we know. Don't. He, he hated the job at one point. He's just like yelling at his wife, you know, about, you know, I got to look at chicken butts all day or something like that. Remember that? Yes. I got to look at chicken butts all day. Yes. Chicken yeah. butts. Yeah, like, it's a funny thing to say, looking at chicken butts all day. Um, mm-hmm. And those are cute chicken butts, too. Baby chickens. They were really cute. Yeah. But I, I think it would get a little monotonous. Yeah. So it, set, it sets the tone for the film. He's he's raising a family. They're both working in a, hours a day. We don't know how long. And how did they, they didn't have babysitters? Like, they just let their kids, like, stay at the trailer? Oh yeah. I mean, I guess the, the little girls seemed, how, how oh, old do you think? Nine-ish? Wait, didn't they bring them to work with them? Mm, I don't know. I don't remember that. Did they? Bring All right. Them? Well, we've we've forgotten. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. I, I guess I assumed the the girl, the little girl, would watch her. Yeah, or the older girls like ten to twelve, yeah. maybe, yeah. and the boys like four to five. Yeah, yeah. The, the little boy um, who's the cutest child, by the way, that I've ever seen yeah. in my entire life. So yep. cute. Uh, I want to adopt him, but he's not available. So cute. Yeah. Um, did you did you look him up? No, <laughs> not available. I, <laughs> so I did actually. Cute. He's he's an IMDb. Oh, um, he's so cute. He was he was nominated for uh, best supporting actor for the BAFTAs. Little boy, right. so cute. Yeah, he was he was great. Uh, I'll, for me, he'll always be boy who peed in grandma's water bottle. Yeah, and I do have a theory about why he was not so quick to bond with his grandmother. Mm-hmm. He called her not a normal grandmother. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So. He was he had kind of an identity crisis, I think, which is probably something that a lot of children from immigrant parents go through, because or, there's or, just, or even or even families that move to a different state and you don't know anybody. Sure, yeah. um, but there was this back and forth a couple times in the movie. Grandma would say, "Oh, American kids don't like to share rooms," and his mom yeah. would say, "Well, he's a Korean boy," yeah. but the boy's never been to Korea. So yeah. I think, and his grandmother moves in, 
And she has lived in Korea her whole life. And she, you know, when the way she sits when she eats, she like squats the way they do in like Asian mm-hmm. countries, stuff like that. It's like very yeah. traditional. And I think he was kind of like rebelling against that because he didn't know it. And I think he th- sort of thought of himself as like, you know, there was that that back and forth of what am I? But I'm sure since he grew up in America, he thought of himself more as an American. And so I thought maybe that's why at first he was really trying to distance himself from her because it made him uncomfortable. You know, it, it didn't, he didn't want to face that, that like part of, and he's, you know, he's such a little boy. Maybe he wasn't even yeah. aware or conscious of that's what he was thinking. But, but that's mm-hmm. what I thought. I thought he was like rebelling against his Korean culture and what society maybe saw when they looked at him. You know. Right. Absolutely. Now, me personally, I would have loved to have a grandma who was a hardcore gambler. How about you? So she was so cute. I thought she was hysterical. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, if if he was older, she would have shown him how to cheat at cards. I I guarantee it. She. <laughs> there was one. There was one part when I think I really laughed out loud. When obviously she's she's not speaking English, but the subtitles. When the little boy, the the drawer falls on him. And she says, which drawer yeah. attacked you? Remember that part? Yeah. Which drawer attacked you? <laughs> and it was just such a grandma thing to say. And it was so sweet. I laughed so hard at oh, that. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And I really love the, uh, the the mistranslation back and forth uh, between like grandma was trying to learn how to insult her grandson in English. The and, ding dong. And, the ding dong scenario. Ding dong problems or something. <laughs> <laughs> Broken ding dong. And she said it in front of one of his friends. Yep. And uh, and he was like, "What's wrong with your grandma?" And she's like, "Ding dong problem." And point to. <laughs> oh my gosh! It was so cute. It was so funny. Okay. So, so the the backbeat of the film is that while uh, while Stephen Young and his wife are looking at chicken butts all day, uh, mm-hmm. his free time, he's trying to start a farm in Korean style to rape to sell crops to other Korean immigrants that have moved in. And he only wants to have Korean crops. And there's like this weird country, He's so really crazy. super religious white guy. He's yep. like, oh, Lord, let's pray for these crops. Let's pray for these crops. Let's pray for these crops. Okay. And you're like. <laughs> I loved, yeah, I mean, Will it, Patton. I thought he was so good in this movie too. Yeah. I mean, like if it, it, taken at face value, some people might think that's a, a huge broad caricature. But I've, I feel like I've really seen people like that. You well, know? And that's what I, I was kind of thinking maybe we're seeing him from the way they see, you know what I mean? Coming to America, like these crazy kind of weirdo, weirdo, white, religious white people. Yeah. But also there's a scene where the kids are passing him on a school bus and he's walking down the street with a, carrying a giant cross on his back. Yeah. When I lived in Peoria, there was a guy, there was a guy who did that every really? Easter. Mm-hmm. He would walk like as many miles, I, I guess in the Bible, it says how many miles he had to walk to mm-hmm the cross and so yeah when i was yeah. i think i when i was reporting i did a story on him he did it every wow. easter so there are people who do that hope it was a plastic cross it, i think it was what <laughs> it was it was it was pretty intense i don't he did it once a year though not like will Patton's character who appeared to do it like once a week <laughs> every sunday <laughs> he's trying to start his farm and he meets this other guy who tries to sell him a divining rod i don't know how much of a thing that really was back then if that really worked i wasn't sure what but, i wasn't sure what that was all about i wasn't sure what he was even trying as someone who doesn't really know how farm stuff works i wasn't oh, sure what that was all about well it's Gosh, I haven't researched it enough to know, and I forgot. I mean, I used to know, but basically, it, it's supposed to point to where water is, and I forget how it works, or if it's entirely 
entirely mysticism or mostly BS. I can't remember, but that's like a trident. That was like what people used, especially back then in the countryside areas. Okay. So he didn't like that at all. So he finds how, how did he, how did he find the water with his son? Like he found like the rocks were, the, there was a low place in the ground or something. Remember? Yeah, I do. He was like, he was like, where would the water be? He was sort of like testing him. And the little boy was like, yeah, over there, you know, like just using their, and basic common sense, I guess, trying to guess where it would most likely be. Yeah, but he wanted to get his son excited because he wanted him to be proud of him. You know, he wanted his, yeah. his son to, you know, feel like they had a purpose in being there and not just mm-hmm. like they were stuck or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he starts to, to plant all these crops. And then, of course, things go wrong. The, yeah, <laughs> as they often do in movies. <laughs> as they, I mean, you know, it would be great if things didn't go wrong in movies. Right, there would be no movie. It would be a very short no story. Movie. <laughs> um, uh, so, so what went wrong? Well, they ran out of water, right? Is that what happened? They ran out oh, of water. That was that was the well. That was yeah. That after that was the first thing that went wrong with the farm. Yeah, the, yeah. They ran out of water. Oh my gosh. Oh, and then that that introduced the name of the movie, Minari. Yeah. Because Grandma's like, I know where water is, and she takes like the kids and walks. We don't know how far exactly. We don't. Do we know how far she walked to get there? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I I feel like. I feel like it was at least a 15 minute walk maybe to get there to this like area outside of their outside of where they lived. That was like a low lying area with a lot of trees and water. Yeah. And she planted these Minari crops. I read about it and the Minari crops sort of symbolize the film. They're apparently this uh, Korean vegetable that doesn't grow very well its first year, but comes back strong at the, the next year. And so okay. that, so that symbolizes the family. They're going to yeah. come back strong. So you get some hope in this movie, even though things don't look so good for him. Oh, yeah. It was a very hopeful movie. I also really liked the symbolism in the little boy with his heart murmur. How they, the parents, just like coddled him and were so scared and didn't want him to to do too much. And grandma encouraged him to run, right? Like run and run. Yeah. And they go to the doctor expecting um, mm-hmm. it to have gotten so much wor- worse. And the doctor says, no, he's doing he's doing great, whatever he's doing. You know, so they were so they were so scared yeah yeah and it turned out what they were afraid of which was him running and exerting himself Mm -hmm. is what was making him better and i felt like that was really kind of symbolic too right it was and 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 because of the communication issue with her grandson her grandson oh my gosh he was such a spoiled brat making fun of his grandma to his sister yeah he was like what's wrong with grandma and she was like she was like he's right she's right there (laughs) <laughs> like she can't hear i know yeah. um there was, was another there was another scene i did want to touch on though which was the scene that where they went to church and it was like after church and they were mingling. Yeah. was so, this the one where they're by themselves or the first time they got there as a family uh as a as a family yeah so there's just some some very interesting examples of like <laughs> light light racism if that makes sense sure go the for women it. Go for it. The the white the women the white women talking to the the mother I forget her name right now but and remember they're they're like very you know being very sweet to her oh we'll teach you English yeah. you know and she's so cute they're yeah. so, how adorable how cute and she walks away and oh my gosh she's just so cute how cute is she it's not mean right and I'm sure they don't think they're doing anything wrong but it's like that is kind of a way that Americans and like white people tend to view. Asian women. There's just this tiny, tiny, cute little things. And it's just, it's kind of, it's really, it's talking down to them. If you, if you think of it, I mean, it's like, 
It looks like they were talking to a child saying she's so adorable. She's so adorable. Like, well, she's a mother. She's just like you, you know? Um, Right. Just like you. That's the main Mm -hmm. point. Except those women were a lot bigger than her, actually. Let's be fair. Well, probably the same (laughs) same age, though. You know know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, well, well, sure, but there was a little bit of a contrast, like, uh, well, where they showed, like, oh, like the grandma later in church was like, how do they eat so much? And she was like looking at a really like large woman in church. She's like, what are they doing? Because like, there's this famous Asian stereotype of uh, Asian women are thin, and it's mm-hmm. kind of true. Other countries don't eat as much as we do, you guys. Um, yeah, <laughs> very true. And they eat a lot cleaner than we do as well. Yes. Woo. Yeah, and then later in the film. The parents have to work, and but they still want the kids to go to church. I guess they feel like they're part of a community, and they have like they have a normal life and friends, you know. And so they they take the bus to church every Sunday, regardless of whether the, their parents or grandma can go uh, or not. So grandma sort of saves them by finding the source of water, and they bring back buckets of water. And I think the uh, the little boy is carrying the water, and the parents are like, "You made him carry all that water, right?" right. Yeah, because they yeah. think he shouldn't be doing any sort of physical. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what else went wrong? Well, first of all, I thought the grandma died. She gets yeah, really sick. Yeah, I thought she was going to die she, too. Yeah. She pees herself and mm-hmm. like, it's, t- okay, this was an, uh, an example of a scene set in the 80s that wouldn't happen today. Like they didn't have a phone to reach their parents, no cell phone, no way of contacting them. And so they were just like, I don't know what to do, you uh, brother and sister, okay, yeah. grandma's not so good. But oh, so they went to church and finally were able to call their parents, but who knows how many hours later that was. Yeah, that was interesting no. to me. They're like, oh, we'll call them from church. And they're just like sitting in the middle of the service. I guess we'll call mom and dad now. It's like, yeah, you probably should. That's right. They didn't do that immediately. <laughs> you probably should. I guess. I mean, they're little kids, so I guess they don't know. I don't I don't know. But hey, I don't know. Cassie, do you have a grandma? Um, I, I did. I mean, well, yeah, I have biological grandparents. I used to have one. And she was just like the weakest, frailest lady. But I mean, I'm pretty sure I would have been terrified if she... Wasn't getting up and peed herself. Yeah, sure. I know. I, yeah, I don't know. So they get grandma to the hospital and what was wrong with her? She had a stroke. Yeah, she mm-hmm. had a stroke and that just like affects her the whole film. And that and her stroke directly leads us to the to the to the last the big problem. <laughs> the big yeah, problem. yeah. <laughs> we're talking about problems. This is the biggest problem of all the problems. Okay, so grandma set the, the barn on fire. Like this whole, the whole movie, he'd been cultivating this barn. He built it himself. He built this whole barn by himself. Again, the scene that reminded reminded me of my dad. Like he built a whole house for us, by the way. And our house burned down. I never told you that story, did I? No, but why am I not surprised? My gosh. <laughs> and, he didn't have, and he didn't have insurance either. My dad built his life back up from a house that burned down with no insurance. And this was a few years after he fell out of a tree and broke his back. Anyway. <laughs> An American legend, my dad. Uh, okay. Throwing darts at a, a board full of like mishaps. <laughs> just listen. My dad will never listen to the podcast. It's uh, he doesn't know that I'm talking good about it. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell him. Thanks. Uh, okay. So why were the why was the family gone that day, and why did they leave Grandma by herself? I don't remember. Do you? Why were they gone that day? They went to the doctor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and why didn't they take Grandma to the doctor for uh, the little boy? Right. Yeah. Just, yeah, I don't know. who knows? I don't know. Who knows? All right. So they didn't take grandma to the doctor. It was a really tense situation. Right. But then they get the good news. Oh, he's um, he's getting better. Like there was like a hole and the doctor's like, the hole is less big. It's getting small. Oh, yeah. And that let, that was a, another like pivotal point in the film. 
Stephen Young's wife wanted to leave him, take the take the kids and go to California. Mm-hmm. I guess first maybe they had some relatives or maybe they used to live. Yep. She was like, this is too much for me. Our son's dying out here. You're not making any money selling these crops. I, we want to go back to California. So she was really, she was kind of excited about going back to California until they went to the doctor, right? Yeah. She's like, I'm going to do this. And then, but he's like, I, I can't I'm gonna do this stay here. You. Well, I'm he just, says he's going to stay there. Right? Isn't that why oh, she yeah, so upset? Right. He was the one. Who, oh, yeah. He was he was trying to be the tough man. He was like, I'll stay here. And she was like, please, like, I can't do this without So you're going to, you know? you're going to, yeah, you're going to choose this failing little farm over <laughs> your wife and children. And then they kind of decide to, to call it. Like, they break up momentarily. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was like after the doctor's office. Yeah, I took some pictures of this and posted them on my Twitter. She was like. I don't remember what they said, but it was, yeah, it was something like, this is too much for me. And he's like, okay, so we're done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, typical, typical. typical. You, know? <laughs> Not, you gotta you gotta fight for your woman, guys. <laughs> anyway. Well, and if um, there's kids involved, it was a little, I'm, like, come on, no, man. I know. I'm, I'm kidding. He was, uh, he'd been through it. He didn't yeah. have any fight left. Yeah. Yeah. He did great. Uh, Steven Young was great, by the way. I hope he wins best, uh, best actor. Everyone was so, so great. So great. So, so grandma is for some reason taking care of the farm by herself back home. And she's really slow because of a stroke. And mm-hmm. oh, it's, it's weird back then. Like her face is all contorted and she's like, and she can barely mm-hmm. talk. And, yeah. and the kids are like, what is wrong on grandma right now? Uh, so it's a weird, like, last 20 minutes with her. You're like... It's good physical acting on her part. Yes, great. I have I have not encountered anyone close up or live with anyone with a stroke, so I don't know how realistic that is. I'm sure it is, but that's that's got to be really scary to live with someone like that. Yeah. So she sets the barn on fire, and they get back just in time. And, oh, my gosh, Stephen Young, like, dives into the barn, tries to save, like, his little plants he was going to sell. And his wife goes in. They both try to save the plants. And then they almost die of asphyxiation and just, like, yeah, it was almost like an action scene. Like, you expected mm-hmm. the barn to blow up, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, the, well, I was wondering, I, like, what's in there? I was like, at least it's not their trailer. At least it's not all their stuff. But <laughs> I guess it was. No, it was, like all, it was like all the plants and crops he'd raised okay. all year. Oh, and there was an earlier okay. scene where he couldn't sell them. An earlier scene, like, his white guy friend, he wasn't able to sell. Oh, Stephen Young wasn't able to sell them. Like, somebody backed out of the deal and bought from, oh, the big city. You know, he went, there was like, a, they were in a small area in Arkansas and there was like a rival company in the big city that struck a deal for someone else to buy his plants. So there was an, there was a scene where, wasn't it where they went to the big city with, uh, with plants, remember? I don't remember that. They went to the big city. Okay. No problem. We'll cut this part out. Okay. So, <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so the, so the, so the big city and the, and the farm were sort of like rivals and it's like that age old thing. You can't compete with uh, city hall or whatever. So he's all these plants are sitting there that should have been sold already. And meanwhile, his his his, uh, his farmhouse is burning down. Well, not a farmhouse. It's like a garage. It's like the size of a garage, you guys. But still, it's for his his plants. And he had a lot of plants it's like, it's in like there. It's like a shed. It's a shed. Uh, yeah, more of a shed. Yeah, I call it a garage. I mean, uh, a shed is you know what? By the way, I I jumped off of when I was five and almost killed myself. Oh, for anyway. sakes. I was, How I was are you climbing. still here? How are you still alive? Listen, listen. There was a tree, there was an apple tree next to the shed in my defense, and I was trying to climb on the shed and jump to the apple tree and climb up. Okay, I mean, what boy wouldn't do that? Who yeah. among us have not? Okay, who among us hasn't? Anyway, so yeah, so 
so that they, they lose the farm or so we think like, you know, the white guy at the end of the film sort of like pitches in. I think I feel like the whole town pitches in and are, are they saved by the Minari plant somehow? Or is it was the Minari saving them just like getting the water? Or was that just representative of like how they were going to be saved in the future? Yeah, I think it was think? it was symbolic of just perseverance and how everything was going to be okay after after a, a long while. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and for some, I didn't understand why he didn't want Grandma to plant those plants. You know, it was so weird. Did you oh, understand that? No, I didn't. No, I guess I, mean, I didn't really it, think of it. Maybe they just didn't want her going down all the way down there. I mean, might have been part maybe. of it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it was really. I mean, it was really rude to her, I thought. You know, she needed to feel some level of independence and yeah. uh, agency. Mm-hmm. Agency, that's a, that's a buzzword now. So, uh, <laughs> what? hey, we didn't use that when I was a kid. I've never heard that. Um, agency? See? No. Agency. Well, yeah, that just means having, like, your own sort of independence. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. I'm going to use that. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Go for it. Um, it's kind of like how I live with my parents and I don't fully have my own agency. Okay. So, sure. Okay. Anyway, so. Agency. Uh, so the end of the film, like they get help from like the the white people of uh, Arkansas, and then he ends up doing it the American way. Like earlier in the film, he's like, "No, we're going to do this the Korean way. All yeah. Korean vegetables. I'm not going to use your divining stick." And then it turns out he's like, "Maybe I do want to be an American after all, you guys." And he buys into the American way and gets help from the community, and uh, I think the film is saved and just like the most beautiful music the whole way through that just makes you feel the emotions even stronger. You know, we cried a lot watching this it was film. Just a beautiful, it was, yeah, it was just a beautiful movie. It was, and this is what, this is why Josh, I'm glad we're doing this. I'm glad we're doing this podcast. I mean, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't Aww. be doing it, but yeah. Um, you know, I'm watching movies that I feel like maybe I wouldn't otherwise watch. You know what I mean? And I'm so glad every time because like this was such a moving, moving experience. But is it the type of movie that I would gravitate toward on like a Saturday night? Like, no, I didn't really even know what it was going to be about. But I'm so glad (laughs) that I watched it. And I think everyone should watch it. It's just this movie is really an experience. And I think I'm going to look at immigrants like a, a different wait now it just really it opened my eyes and it was really moving and yeah i'm glad i watched it so thank you for suggesting it you are welcome it was for me it was really the i mean immigrant stories are the american story Mm -hmm. you guys we all came here from somewhere Mm -hmm. originally and like just i mean that's how we become stronger as a community we're we're plugging diversity here also (laughs) we need to get more non-white we we need to get some non-white people guests on this show yeah (laughs) that's a good point (laughs) Is it time for final thoughts? I think so. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Final final thoughts, Cassie. Um, I absolutely loved this movie. I really can't think of a single thing wrong with it, and that's really rare. <laughs> um, I thought the story was lovely. The acting was beautiful. Just the imagery, all of it. I loved it. I yeah. I can't yeah. Couldn't find a darn thing wrong with it. That's right. Um. Me either. Uh, my final thoughts are that I'm just now remembering one of the more funny parts of the film. Uh, they uh, they convinced uh, their grandma that Mountain Dew was uh, mountain water. Oh, yes, mountain water. <laughs> that was so cute. Bring me some more of that mountain water. Right. And so that, that led into the pee scene later because they already oh. trained her to think 
like the Mountain Dew, yellow Mountain Dew is water. So he peed into a bottle and gave it to her. Here's some oh, more yeah. Mountain Water, Grandma. God, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, so, yep. Um, go see it. But this is the rating part of the show, and okay. I think we might reach a new consensus uh, I, on this one. I, w- I was going to say, I think I'm going to do something I've never done before. <laughs> this is a big moment. This is. A I mean, big- what is a big moment but Cassie enduring, you guys? <laughs> That's all I got to so can I give my rating? Can I give my rating? I'm I'm not spoiling what I think your rating is. Go ahead. Okay, go for it. guys, I'm I'm gonna do something I never thought I'd do, and I'm gonna give this movie a ten out of ten. <laughs> Big moment. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Clap. Clap. Okay. Slow clap. Slow wow. clap. Ten. Ten little bowls of, of pee out of ten. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give this film ten wooden crosses being dragged behind some poor white guy <laughs> as a. Uh, as he's made fun of by the kids on the school bus. They're like, who's that? Whatever they call it. All right. Oh, my gosh, you guys. <laughs> two perfect tens. Wow. The monumental um, occasion. Wow. I think we've been overcome by the love uh, of this movie. Yeah. Um, it's just wonderful. There you go. History has been made today on Josh and Cassie Hill about movies. <laughs> Every, oh, everyone wow. will remember where they were when... <laughs> We got mm-hmm. two ten out of tens on our show. I I, I know I will. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. Well. All right. Well, Minari, we love you. Uh, we'll be expecting that check in the mail. Yeah. So, just so you know. <laughs> Go see it though, for real. Okay. Uh, bye, everyone. Bye, guys. We'll see you next week. I told you they'd yell about directors, yell about the plot. They yelled about the act and hope they let the guests talk. But mostly Josh and Cassie, yeah.